Hello and welcome to the Pretty Pixels podcast. Happy New Year. It's 2022. This is our first official episode of the new year. I am one of your hosts, Joey Crunwell, here today with Tab London. How's it going, Tab? It's going all right. Mr. Paul Grosskopf, how are you doing, sir? Doing swell. And champion of I Suck At It 2022, Ron Kulinski. How are you doing? <laughs> Bring it up the rear. That's, that's, the, that's the third one, right? That's the third that's one. The end of the trilogy. Round, <laughs> rounding out the trilogy. <laughs> um, today we're going to be talking about our most anticipated games of 2022. So many games, as I mentioned last episode, have slipped from 2020 and 2021 to 2022. So we're going to talk about some of the ones that we're most excited for. Some of them have confirmed release dates. Some of them are still TBA, even though they were delayed from 2021. So you would think that you can be pretty sure that God of War Ragnarok, for example, is definitely going to come out this year. But there's no confirmation. But the ones that we feel pretty comfortable about, we'll be talking about. So... Before we get into that, a few news items, um, not really, actually not a few, sorry, uh, a few as in one, but that's okay, because it's a big one. Just yesterday, Sony announced the PSVR 2. I am super excited about this. I have a PlayStation VR tab. I know you have a PlayStation VR, mm-hmm. so I'm really excited about this. Let's 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 talk, you and I can talk about how, how we're excited about it, and then Ron and Paul, if you, if you have any interest, please join us. Otherwise, you can scowl. And I mean, what, are you guys? You guys don't have a PSVR. Did you want one? Were you thinking when the price drops, or no interest at all? I was waiting for the price to drop, but it never did. So I'm just like, it's a, it's a big bear. Well, also too, didn't really have the like setup conducive for it then. I have a right. little better setup now, so I could make it work. Still, again, the price point though is. That sucks. So, Paul, I they think, did drop it a hundred bucks, I think, at some point. Well, yeah, but now this is going to come out. So why would I spend the money on that when I can get yeah. this? So that would be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> now I am. Um, I had always wanted to try it out before I I decide whether or not I wanted to buy it, and I just haven't had the the opportunity yet. So, um, if I'm at somebody's house at some point, um, would love to give it a whirl. I am concerned though because I have a gigantic head, and I have often thought that maybe like certain VR rigs would not be able to to fit on it. So, yeah, I would want to want to see that as well. I have a big head yeah. too, and the PSVR fits pretty pretty okay. I've, I've never felt like I was uncomfortable with it on. So oh, good. Yeah, when a lot of the headsets were coming out. That was one of the PR or one of the PR the PSVR's um, strengths against the other ones was the comfortable comfort comfortability I guess is that a word um, of the headset comfort I guess um, of the headset so and there have been a lot of people that have said has said that same thing of like I have a pretty big head or I wear glasses and the PSVR headset has always seemed to be pretty good with that um, the PlayStation VR two is going to have a single cord setup so it's not wireless which I know some people are upset about but I don't I'm not I haven't followed VR for a while that closely in terms of like the tech but it has 4K fidelity and I'm not sure that well and a 90 hertz refresh rate so it's like I don't know if you can get that fidelity in a wireless headset um, but they said it's a simplified single cord setup. Uh, it is 4K fidelity, so 2K for each eye. It has OLED screens, which that I hope 
is going to fix one of my problems with both the PlayStation VR and the Oculus Go that I have, which is that I can see the individual cells on the screen. And like sometimes if I'm playing a game with like pretty decent graphics and I'm moving around a lot, I don't notice that. But other times when I'm it's slow or I'm looking at like menus or something, I definitely see that and it's kind of distracting. So I really hope that that fixes that. One of the things that I was sort of surprised at, because a lot of this information leaked previously, so this is most of this was not a surprise, but both the controllers, there are new DualSense controllers for it, and also the headset is going to have DualSense feedback. So the headset is going to like vibrate and respond to things in the game, which is that's wild gonna be, to me. That's going to be great when you're playing uh, super hot and you have to shoot yourself in the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a, there's little hammers in there. <laughs> it smacks you in the head when you get <laughs> uh, looking um, at the uh, Oculus uh Quest 2, it does not look like it's 4K, uh but it does have a refresh rate of 120 hertz. So Yeah. Take that as you will. I guess 90 90 to 120 is what it looks like it's any anywhere yeah i think that's what the yeah the it's, it's, yeah it's the same is, thing but so. it's not it does not look like it's 4k uh as far as the screens go as far as i can tell yeah no price or release date um this was like it was at ces that they did this they did it was a whole presentation on stage so part of me thinks that it might be this year but they don't want to commit to it because of the chip shortage which i'm sure probably affects this um but i if i feel like that would be a pretty safe holiday release for them um i should also mention there's cameras on the headset so it uses camera uh or headset camera orientation and not external camera orientation like the inside out tracking VR did, which is really cool um they also announced horizon call of the mountain from Guerrilla Games and Fire Sprite Studios, so that's and they showed a preview of it. and They were like, "Here's our your first look," and it's like literally, like a, such a short clip. It's they're just like on a boat, and they're like, "What's that tall neck doing?" And they're like, "It's coming this way," and then that's it. That's the whole trailer. Is like it does look cool, but like that's part of the problem with VR games is like how do you sell them? You you can show us a trailer that doesn't at all evoke the feeling of seeing it in vr like looking at a trailer of a vr game doesn't do anything for me and vr games often look worse than regular games which this one looked pretty good but it doesn't look as good as you know horizon forbidden west for example so part of me is like why are you even why you know <laughs> unless it's I mean, going to show like gameplay you, or something you have to show something you know what i mean like like yeah. just to get an idea but yeah it's really hard to demo those games. Like even just like trying to show them to people like, Oh, check this out. Like you can have people watch it. Like, yeah, that looks cool, but it's not until you actually put it on to actually see how cool it is. Uh, or if you're watching someone yeah. else like in the room, do it. Like usually that's what's fun to do too. Or like shows it off better. Uh, I'm interested in the eye tracking on it. I'm curious as to what people are going to use oh, yeah. it for. That sounds like before bad, your eyes, a bad time. Oh god. PSVR too. Oh jeez. Just I can just imagine all the shitty horror games that are gonna come out. I do sort of wonder if there if there would be some kind of software that would collect your eye tracking and then tell you. 
Like you looked at boobs forty two times in thirty seconds. Oh, I'm sure time. someone's gonna make that game. I'm sure. I'm sure Pantsu Hunter is gonna be uh, boob collecting those stats. <laughs> You're gonna get um, like a weekly report on your iPhone how, how many hours you spent. <laughs> it automatically gets posted to your Twitter account. <laughs> Share with your your PlayStation well. friends. <laughs> oh, that would be the best worst well, thing I'm to do. <laughs> that would be the best worst thing to do. Not tell anybody that it does it, and then it just automatically pushes those out. Oh, that'd be so great. <laughs> I wish I could develop games. So. <laughs> Tab, are you are you excited? You're gonna do you think you're gonna get the day one? Yeah. I'm excited. Um depending on when it releases, I would like to get it day one. Um I am a little disappointed that it still has a cord. Um I mean in some ways that's a minor thing, but like I don't know, like I so I just got today um the Oculus Quest 2. And the fact oh, that damn. it doesn't have a cord is like Yay. <laughs> it just seems yeah. so much easier. Like I felt like whenever I set up the PS um, VR that it was just, it was partly a time consuming process because I didn't have it out all the time. Mm-hmm. And like the additional cords were like part of that. This, but this looks, also it can be a, a tripping hazard. But This looks like it's literally just a USB-C and that's it. Like one USB-C cord. Okay. So that's not, I mean, you get like a 20 foot cable and you should be fine with that. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you can like tuck it under a rug or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the P- the PlayStation VR cables, there are two that go into one, but they're heavy. They're like real heavy, and I think that's part of the thing is yes. you can feel it pulling on the headset. You have to like adjust it and try to like put it in a place that has support so that the headset doesn't feel like it's sort of being tugged. So mm-hmm. yeah, if it's light, then hopefully that that won't be a. B- I think I've always said I think because we talked about this before, Tab, like our you know when when they first announced it what we wanted and mm-hmm. i always said i would trade fidelity for wired you know what i mean like i'd much rather have 4k you know 90 to 100 like the the highest quality you can give me if you can give me that and it has to be wired i would rather have that than like wireless but um sure. what would we pay for this like or what are we expecting and what would what would be like a break remind point? me what where the first one was at Ooh, I should have looked this up. I, I want to say it the started at four originally, or th- was it three or four? I think originally? that's right. Okay. I mean, it'd be great I, if it I, stayed I, I, at see, that I'm, price I'm, point. I'm having trouble remembering <laughs> the bundle thing because there was the bundle that came out oh. with the headset, the controllers. Let's see, currently, uh, PSVR by now is. I'll buy it now with this Iron Man game thing here. I want to say when I when I got it at launch, it was like four hundred for the um, bundle, and you got the the headset, uh, the two controllers, the camera. It might have been four fifty. It might have been four fifty because this Iron Man. I thought the price loaded. Uh, Three hundred fifty for uh, the camera, headset, uh, two move controllers. Iron Man VR, uh, yeah. So all that is three fifty, and I remember, yeah, it did so drop a hundred. Yeah. So it was like four fifty when it first came out. Yeah. Um. So what if what if it was the same thing? What if there was? Well, it probably wouldn't be because you don't need a camera. So 
What if it was, uh, let's say, four hundred? Would that be too much for people? I, I'd probably pay it. I could see that. Yeah, I could I see would. them making it three fifty. I could see them pricing really? them. I could see them price pricing it with with the the regular PSVR, just because it doesn't have the camera. It's true, yeah. Uh, well, because well, what's the Oculus Quest at? Is that that's two fifty? Yeah. Yeah. I mm. can see them being try trying to be on point with that. Competitive, yeah. That makes I mean, sense. they may they may even just do three hundred at that point. Oh, uh, um, it's actually it's running two ninety nine to three ninety nine depending on the model that you get. Okay. If you don't get you know sale or whatever, but two ninety nine to three ninety nine. Yep. Hmm. Well, yeah, because they you don't have to worry about storage with a PlayStation VR headset. True. So. Yeah, I could see them doing like hmm. three to three fifty. That's that's a interesting. That's an that's a price point that I think a lot of people would be willing to be like, okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've already seen people online though that are pissed, like, oh, you're gonna come out with the VR and I can't even get a PS Five. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> They should have came to me. I got two of them. So, <laughs> I'm I'm just interested to see if um, well, this will have a better experience as far as like hooking up to a PC, because uh, I know you could do it some backwards ways with the PS VR, the original one, but it's like janky and stuff. I wonder if this would be a little more better because I would definitely do that because then I can hook it up to a PC and play PC VR games as well. I could play Don't Suck It. Or I suck at yeah. it. whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> the uh, Ch- Joey trilogy will be available at launch, <laughs> remastered. <laughs> uh, it's already getting a remaster. It's only been out for yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, with, when it rains in the game, you can't see anything. I, I, they're still working on that, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. Hopefully, we'll hear more at E3 or around E3. That would be pretty rad. Hear more more games and stuff like that. Um, let's talk about what we've been playing. I've been playing a lot, so maybe um, let me just go first, just to kind of get myself out of the way. I finished Halo Infinite campaign and Metroid Samus Returns on the same day. Woo! And yeah, I love I loved both of them. Like I'm so happy that I played Halo 4 and 5 before Halo Infinite because the I, I don't want to spoil anything, but like the way that the game deals with the Master Chief and Cortana storyline is great, but it wouldn't have been as impactful if I hadn't played 4 and 5 because 4 especially really develops their relationship and um, progresses Cortana's own story a huge amount. And then five take like takes a turn, like twists that a bit. Uh, so there was a couple of moments near the end of, of infinite where I found myself getting emotional because I just lived through those stories. And um, again, like the implications of them was like, I was, I was just, I was, you know, it was really touching. So I really like that. Um, overall, I just, I thought the open world was a lot sparser than I'm used to with open world games, but that was fine. I liked going around. I never used anything. They kept giving me these other things. They're like, here's all these other, other gadgets aside from the grapple, grapple shot or grapple. What is it? Grapple hook? No. Grapple shot, right? Grapple shot. I think. Um, and I, I was like, it's the best, I think, but I'm it's like, the... is that the Zelda one? I don't know. But I couldn't, 
I just kept using that. I'm like, I'm not gonna. Why am I? I'm not gonna use a drop shield. Yeah. Um, especially because you can the the you upgrade it to where when you hit an enemy yeah. and get pulled toward them, if you hold melee, it lets go of this big blast of energy that like shocks enemies around them. And so I'm just constantly like, and I, it makes combat so dynamic because yeah. most of the stuff that you do on the map is like just go kill people, go kill people, go find this box, go kill people. Um, but the variety of ways that you can do that now with the grapple shot, you can just. You can you can try to like snipe and stuff like that, but it's so much more fun to like jump off a high cliff and like land in the middle of them and then just like grapple shot over and it's 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 amazing. So I love that. Um, and then Samus Returns, I hundred percented it, which was surprising for me because I didn't do that for Super Metroid or Metroid Dread, which I also loved those games. Super Metroid, I was trying to kind of rush through. Metroid Dread, I did love, but. By the time I was done, I was like, oh, that was great. You know, I didn't have much of an incentive to 100% it. But Samus Returns, in the middle of it, I was like, I'm loving this just as much as the other two. So what can I do to extend my game time? So I'm like, I'm going to find every collectible. So I did that. I loved that game as well. Um, and then I I started 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim, which I've been saying it Aegis Rim or Aegis Rim. It's it's not it's Aegis apparently. And this is like a strategy RPG that is almost like a visual novel because most of the story sections are pretty simplified. They're in a 2D space or like a you know 2.5D space. Um and you just do a lot of talking to progress the story, but the art style is so beautiful. It's like an anime art style, but it's done in like this kind of watercolored like very soft retro kind of look and the animations of the characters are i think there's a word for it there's a technology where it's like you take 2d drawings or paintings or whatever and you can animate them and so it reminds me it feels like a new type of sprite work um so and it, so it almost feels like an old school 2d rpg like the old tales games or something but uh, the art style is just so beautiful. The story is basically like Neon Genesis Evangelion with time travel, which I'm here for. So I have been really digging my time with that. But Paul, what have you been playing? Yeah, so I've been um, playing a couple of things. Uh, first of all, I've been playing Halo Infinite like you. Uh, I am working through the campaign and I will 100% echo your your sentiments about the uh the grapple shot it is so good um one especially because as opposed to the multiplayer you have unlimited uses of it in the campaign so you can just use it all the time and yeah it's great offensively it's great suit to just um sort of defensively as well so if you get surrounded or you get in trouble just like being able to whip around or if you're fighting those guys with like the gigantic shields being able to use it to get behind them really quickly is super handy too oh yeah but uh no i've been i've been really enjoying it i'm excited to finish up the campaign but um then i've also been playing the multiplayer we're in the middle of this awesome samurai event that they're doing i missed the first week that it was available but um, I'm catching it now, which is great because I missed the Christmas one and I'm still I'm still upset 
about that, but that's okay. Um, I was gone, it was, and then when I was home, I was like, I don't even want to start it because I can't complete the whole thing. Yeah. And, and I stomped my feet and held my breath until I passed out. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I uh, we went right into this one, and I'm glad that I'm picking it up this week because apparently they made a lot of changes from the first week at where it was available. So like being able to do like a bunch of challenges um for the event really quickly they took out a lot of the filler items and the so i guess like before now there were like way more um like kind of filler items in the progression system where they're like like the xp boosts or the uh what's the other one um the challenge swaps and your like for example your shoulder pads that you unlock in it like were separated by like four um of those you know like those xp boosts or whatever but now it's not so now you're you're unlocking things a lot faster and that has been awesome and what's doubly awesome is the mode that they've chosen to for players to play to unlock all this stuff is fiesta which i think is my favorite um mode in halo infinite multiplayer because it's basically it's team slayer but each time you spawn you have two ran like you have random gear and so you can spawn with like a boom hammer and like uh like uh the spanker uh like rocket launcher and like the grapple shot right away and I have found that, yeah, the, the matches are way more, like, kind of chaotic. And also, like, you get kind of excited when you die because you're like, oh, I wonder what I'm going to come back with. Which is nice instead of, like, being like, oh, shit, you know, uh, here we go. Uh, assault rifle again. <laughs> I just found whatever, but now I lost it. So that's yeah. been that's been really, really fun. And uh, I've been enjoying that quite a bit. And that's then the other... That's oh, what I was, was going to say. Like, that's what I always liked about, like, the Fortnite, like, the big team battle stuff that they would do where it would just be like 50 versus 50 and they just drop you in with like all gold tier weapons. And it's just like, you just go in, you just go rush in and like, who cares if you're going to die, you're going to respawn in like five seconds anyway. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like that's always cool. Like just throw you in with a bunch of big, can you do the big team battle stuff for the, for the, for the samurai armor? Do you have to do like, I think it's just the small team stuff, but honestly, Fiesta. Oh yeah. Fiesta. yeah. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't mind it because the matches are a little bit shorter. Okay. And um yeah, the it also let me like cause a bunch of the stages aren't or there's a bunch of cool stages that aren't available for the big team matches that I like, like the little like neon light downtown one and mm. like uh, a bunch of other ones that I was excited to play because I don't usually do the smaller matches, so yeah, it's been it's been that's been really fun. And then um, over Christmas, Jacqueline and I, uh, and I'm part of it too because I I ended up contributing to this. But we got a bunch of board games. So instead of video games, we've been playing those old grandpa analog games that you read about <laughs> in your your history textbooks. And <laughs> um, and 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 that's been really fun. Two I want to highlight from the the many we've been playing. One ticket to ride. Um, very like a classic board game. I played it once and didn't really remember it, but we played it again. Super fun. And then this awesome, um, uh, cooperative board game called Horrified, which basically it's, um, taken out of like the universal monsters universe. And so, um, you're on a, a board and it's you and like, I think up to three other players and uh, you have to complete all these goals and like each time can be different because you're playing against monsters like Dracula or like 
Frankenstein, the Bride of Frankenstein, or like the Creature of the Black Lagoon, and they have their own goals. And yeah, that's been awesome and and very very fun. And I, I love all those movies as well. So like just for for that alone, it's it's been great to to dive into. But uh, no, that's more or less awesome. what I've been up to. Cool. Tab, I'm so excited to hear about what you've been playing because I know a little bit of it. You've been going, taking a walk down memory lane. Yeah. So <laughs> tell us about that. What have you been playing on old systems? Yeah. So when I was uh, in Michigan for the holidays, I was without my beloved consoles. Um, and I was like, you know what? The N64 is packed up in the basement. And so I pulled that out and I got Harvest Moon 64 up and running. Um, it's a game that is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, and I just like dove in. I probably put in a good 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's so simple. And even for the time uh, released in the US, I think in, in 99, um, it is relatively simple. And it's funny because I was telling uh, Joey about this, but I looked up some old reviews and they were like, this game is so strange. This game is so strange because it was a farming sim. Like, why would that be popular, right? Of course, today we have things like Stardew Valley. Um, and farming but I don't know. Simulator. It's just, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but it is, it's just delightful, like in its simplicity. I love the music. Um, it holds a lot of nostalgia for me, but I, uh, trying to be as objective as possible, I think that it holds up relatively well because it's very addictive. Um, and, and the, uh, each day is incredibly short. So you like have to rush to get stuff done. And the day passes so fast. You're like, well, I could play another another day or another dozen. <laughs> um, and so just going around uh, trying to like pick your, uh, you know, which, which lady in the village do you want to uh, to uh, date and whatnot. Um, it's just been fun, like going back to that and kind of diving right back in. Um, I'm not done with it yet. I'll probably, uh, keep playing, but bouncing off of that, um, Tirza was watching me play and she was like surprised at how similar it is to Stardew Valley. And I was like, well, this is like, this is the OG. Um, and he basically ripped off a lot of, of the original Harvest Moon games, but that's okay. Uh, but we started playing, um, Stardew Valley again, which is kind of like our, like winter habit. It's very comfy, cozy game. And so we, uh, we started up another farm together. Um, and then other than that, uh, Paul and I played, uh, Borderlands two the other night. Uh, and I think we're gonna, we're gonna keep playing that. Uh, I've never played Borderlands two. I've only, um, well, I think back in the day I may have tried the first Borderlands, but I didn't really get into it. So the only other like real experience I have with the franchise is with uh, Borderlands 3, but we were having fun with with 2. Um, and then there's this indie game called Project Zomboid. I don't know if, if any of you have heard of that, but it's this uh, open world isometric survival horror game. Um, and it's got a lot of details, um, like your beard will grow over time. And like, if, if you look it up, you'll see like graphically, it's very simplistic, but there's just a lot of little intricacies in the game. And the point is that like, you're going to die and you're going to die constantly, but it's a challenge of like, well, maybe this time I'll make it to day six, you know? <laughs> so, um, for an indie game, it's actually mm -hmm. pretty, uh, 
pretty in depth. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. So what are you doing? A a don't starve situation where like you you know you're going to die at some point, but yeah, but more depressing and less cute. (laughs) Yeah, what is so? It's a survival game, or what is it? Yeah, survival horror. Um, it's set in the state of Kentucky, and there are four different towns that you can like initially spawn into, and you basically just like you're thrown into the world and you have to find stuff and like obviously there's zombies everywhere you have to be quiet and sneak around um you can get infected you have to take care of like your hydration and your food um but it's also cool because like you can customize your character appearance a little bit but there's a lot of different like sort of like uh career options like oh maybe you used to be a firefighter or you used to be a park ranger and that comes with like individual perks so oh okay Hmm. that sounds cool Hmm? awesome ron other than joey kissing simulator 2021 (laughs) what have you been what have you been playing uh it's still working on chipping away on uh san andreas i didn't actually have that much time to play uh over there since the last time we recorded so i've been kind of doing that and playing games of Let's work on these projects that I started a year ago and try to finish them. <laughs> uh, and going through before and the... you know, b- before the end of the world. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've been working on like ripping my entire CD collection. I started it like over the summer last year and then like I put it away and stopped. And now I'm like, I need to just finish this. Most of it's just like going through and organizing a hard drive and getting everything tagged properly, which pain in my ass but i need to do it otherwise i'm not going to i'm going to be mad at myself um but listen to paul talk about board games makes me wish that someone would make a millborn online uh actually just look it up now to see uh there was a company uh that did it and released it on ios and steam and then it looks like it got taken off and i'm assuming probably some sort of rights issue they Damn didn't it. maybe maybe they did not secure the Millborn rights and then it got taken down. Um for those of you who don't know, Millborn is a French card game uh about making it to a thousand kilometers. Uh Joey Joey introduced it to me uh years and years ago and it's a fun game. Yeah. It's really fun. It's awesome. Yeah, I love it. And you would think it would be in the in the open domain now, like it's an old game from like the '60s or something. Fifty-four, I think it's got another. Yeah. It's got another twenty to thirty years probably before it hits that. So Jeez. it might be on that on that fucking what's a tabletop simulator game oh, on yeah. Steam. And there, someone might have made a version of it on there, oh. but I'm also not going to spend thirty dollars on tabletop simulator and then try to convince other people to spend thirty dollars on tabletop simulator. <laughs> I'll then, do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Well, I think you also have to pay for the game separately too, if if it is available on there. So, uh, yeah. Is do they have Joey Kissing Simulator? They do is not. That, that is that is wow. exclusive to my room right now. Is that available on mobile? Yes. <laughs> Coming to iOS. <laughs> and Mandroid. Um, oh, Joey, I I would love it if was... you came out. I like on a stage presentation for it, like Keanu Reeves, and you were like, "You're," <laughs> except you're no one's shouting, "You're beautiful," or "You're breathtaking." I'm just like, "Oh, you're breathtaking." The there's, there's no what? one in the audience except me. Uh, like, speaking no, of Keanu Reeves, uh, I did just watch Matrix Resurrections, though. Um, oh, nice! It was okay. After 
after I had just watching Revolutions like the day before, it's a much better movie than Revolutions was. I don't know if you guys have seen the third one, uh, but it's not good. Not good at all. At least I don't like it. I'm going to save my opinions um, on Resurrections until Tab has seen it, because Tab's getting ready to see it. So oh. Oh, I'm, wanna... I'm I'm getting ready to see it as well. I, I right. Okay. Yeah. So I don't want to I don't want to say too much, but I'll I'll share my thoughts. My thoughts later. Um, had had pretty strong feelings about it. Um, mm. but mm. we'll we'll see. Mm. Oh, no spoilers. Mm. I'm just saying. Maybe mm. I loved it. Maybe I hated it. Mm. No, I didn't. I didn't. I okay. Well, okay. You know, let's just let's just move on. So. <laughs> uh we're gonna be going through the list of 2022 games that we found at gameinformer.com so if you go to gameinformer.com slash 2022 you'll find a list of upcoming games it seems to be the same list that is on wikipedia for the there's like a wikipedia article of like 2022 in gaming um and there's a list of upcoming games on there and so they're the same so i'm assuming this is where they got their their list from but um if you want to follow along at home, we're going to just sort of go through the stuff that we're interested in, but you can check out this site and we're going to go month by month and just talk about games that we're super excited for. Uh, and then at the end, if we have time, just kind of skim through games that we're lesser excited about. Um, there are a lot of games that have don't have firm release dates. So when we're going through the months, these are games that have been announced for a month or a day. Uh, and then at the end, there's a big long list of to be announced games that have been announced for this year, uh, but we don't have a, a date yet. So in January, we have not too many games, surprisingly. I There were so many games that were pushed back that I was like, man, this year is just going to be full of huge releases. And there are some really big ones, but it's not quite as full as I thought. Is there anything in January that we're excited for there's nothing that i'm seeing that i'm particularly there's rainbow six extraction uh, monster hunter rise for pc and god of war for pc pokemon legends arceus or arceus i'm not sure how to pronounce that that's probably the big one yeah i'm somewhat interested in the um legacy of thieves collection i don't know that i'm gonna run out and buy it on the 28th but um just thinking of how good those games look like i'm really curious to see how they look and perform on the ps5 what is it the last two like re- mm-hmm. redone on the ps5 yep mm-hmm. uh, i'm interested in windjabbers too i like the first one a lot uh i don't have many people play for with me mostly played it in the arcade but that game's a lot of fun uh 2v2 disc mm. What is uh, Windjammers? Windjammers is a 2v2 or a one-on-one uh like disc throwing game. Uh it's it's almost like a fighting game. Like you're throwing oh, okay. you're you're throwing a, like a a disc back and forth to each other and each person has special powers and like certain stats like some can throw it fast, some can throw it hard and you have to basically get it past the it's like it's a fighting game version of Pong, I guess, in oh, a way. Oh, okay. Uh, and it has, like, tactical abilities. Like, you can just lob it instead of throw it and, like, kind of trip up your, you know, opponent and stuff like that. It's really fun. It's a lot of fun. It oh, actually, that's cool. It's, it is a Neo Geo game that came back and came out in, like, the 90s. Uh, it got re-released um, two or three years ago on the PS4 and or then current systems. Um, it's a lot of fun. I would ch- definitely check it out. 
So I'm sure I, it's awesome, but it sounds like a game that would have been thought of by like fourth graders on recess. You know what I mean? They're like <laughs> throwing a frisbee back and forth, like trying wow, to throw really? it as hard as they can and make the other person drop it. That sounds <laughs> like, like something who's never game. played it would say. <laughs> I said I'm sure it's great, but the way you described it was like you're throwing a disc at each other as hard as you can. That sounds like fourth graders at recess. I mean, you know. Oh, okay. All right, February. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot two people here are homeschooled, so (laughs) maybe that has something to do with it. But um, February is a huge month, though. We have the Life is Strange Remastered Collection, which I'm excited about. Uh, Dying Light 2 Stay Human, which is a big one. Uh, Edge of Eternity is sort of big. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West, I know some of us are really excited for. And Elden Ring, uh, among others. Um, where do we want to start? We can start, Horizon? With, we can start with my birthday. Well, that's that's true. what I'm excited <laughs> for. Yeah. Happy future birthday, Ryan! <laughs> 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 Woo! Enjoy your disc game. Yeah, <laughs> by myself, child. I'll be deleting Joey Kissing Simulator <laughs> to make that's room also, on your hard drive. That was sadly not a recess game. <laughs> oh, no. um, but uh, but I, let's. I guess let's start with Horizon, since I know three of us, two of us. Maybe three of us are really excited for that. It's probably my most anticipated game of the year. Um, I loved the first game so much. I was so surprised by it. I had it was a weird roller coaster because I saw it. We, we I, Tab and I, you, we were watching E3 together, mm-hmm. and they showed it, and I was like, oh, I don't know. It looked kind of silly because like it's like a it's it, at the time it was described as like a caveman game with dinosaurs, and I was like, what? Like that seems kind of dumb like this just the concept but it looked really cool and so when it came out i had no idea what to expect but i was just blown away by it i love the combat so much the graphics were incredible the world the exploring the climbing it mixed elements of like tomb raider and like zelda and um like other open world combat games so i love that game so much i love aloy i, li- I like the story so i'm i'm super hyped for that uh tab all of that yeah i mean the what they've shown us so far just with the environments it Mm -hmm. looks very very stunning just absolutely beautiful um so that has me very excited i hope that there are i mean we know that there are some new things like new um mechanics new weapons um stuff like that uh and it's taking us to like a different area um I don't know. I'm just, I'm just very excited. It's definitely my most anticipated game of the year. How do we feel though about the release date? Like, do we think that's going to hold? At this point? Yeah. I feel like it almost has to, I know that there are games like, I think cyberpunk didn't, didn't that get pushed back like two weeks right before it launched or something? Cyberpunk's its own. Right. (laughs) They should have pushed it back like a year. Among its three other delays. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, did did Horizon have any pushback yet? Or is this, is it, this was it? It it was was pushed back, yeah. It was was supposed to be holiday uh, 2021. Okay. Um, And so they they pushed it back to to just a couple months. And I don't, I haven't seen any indication that it's going to get pushed back again. And I feel like Sony's usually really good about hitting release dates once it's pretty close but but yeah i feel pretty pretty confident that february 18th i'll be 
I'll be playing some Horizon. Um, yeah, that mammoth that they showed in the trailer, the snake yeah. creature looks amazing. Um, Paul, did you play the first one? I'm not sure. I'm sad, no. sad to say I don't even know. So I am. I I feel like I am a fool. And this <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn is everything that I like in a game. And I need to play it because I, well, one, I, it's funny you bring up the mammoth because I saw a concept art of that mammoth, if we're thinking of the same one. And I was like, oh my God, this game looks amazing. So I, uh, <laughs> and you know, it's everything that I like. I have a weird hang up about killing animals in video games. And like, even though they're robot dinosaurs, like for whatever reason, it was just hitting that, 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 that nerve. But I think I just need to push past that because I am excited for this next game. I would love to dive into the series. I own like the super ultimate edition of the first one. I got it on sale one year. So I'm just, I'm going to maybe make a point of playing that so that I can get to the second one and have a great time. Cause it looks great. I, yeah, I'll say that I also have a thing about killing animals in games. I hate it. I try to avoid it at all costs. Um, but I, I, what it didn't bother me. I thought the same thing. Cause they are, they're still cute. Some of them are really cute. Um, you can also make them your friends. So there's that's, that. That's good. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll just, can I, can I do like an all friend playthrough where just all of them, <laughs> is it, is it, it's like an undertale game where <laughs> the secret is to just yeah, give them all tummy rubs and then their robot dinosaur hearts grow three yeah. sizes and they are your best friend. <laughs> no, 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 I'm assuming I'm assuming that's impossible. No, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I ended up not actually not making them my friends very very often, but I still I would avoid them when I could. Like if I could get away with until later when I wanted to start upgrading stuff and you kind of have it's kind of like Far Cry, you have to kill them to mm. to get components that you need to upgrade, but um but I thought combat was so fun that yeah, I very quickly got past that idea that I was killing a cute, you know, robot dinosaur. Um, Ron, have you, do you have any interest in this? I mean, I do. I just haven't, I don't know. I just sometimes have a hard time to like sitting down and starting a game. So yeah. like I, it is, it is now, it was a PS plus game, so I have it installed. So maybe I'll pick it up and just give it a try and see if I can get into it or not. Um, But I mean, I never really, Again, like the fantasy stuff, like I never really get into that stuff. Yeah. So seeing as how it was like kind of future fantasy, I'm like, eh. but that's just me. So, yeah, I didn't, they just add it to the PlayStation collection too, I think. Yeah. Cause I think it notoriously maybe what, was maybe missing. The, oh no. Yeah. That, that's how I got. Yeah. I think it was, well, it was either that or it was a PS plus game. I can't remember. It probably it was, was a both. Collection. Yeah. I'm sure it was both. I know I have it now. So, but Paul. Elden Ring's probably got to be one of your most anticipated games, Huge. right? Yes, yeah. I'm. I'm massively excited. Um, I love from software games. I I would put like, like certainly like Bloodborne and and like close discussion among like my favorite games of all time. Wow. And yeah, I, I love it. I I just think it's so great. Um, and yeah, I just beat Demon Souls, so like I'm feeling in that mode. I I had such a great experience. Um, playing that. And yeah, everything I've seen, because they released a big demo for Elden Ring, it looks super fun, like the magic in it looks great, you have like a cool, like now you have a mount that you can ride around the world. Um, what I would say too is, much like with Sekiro, the 
the the the open worlds for Elden Ring look really colorful and not so dreary as <laughs> like Dark Souls or or Bloodborne, which makes me even more excited to kind of explore them. And uh, yeah, I I'm so excited to play this. It's a real bummer that they're dropping it right um, after break here, <laughs> but I'm even even so I'm still I'm still really really excited. Right. Yeah, because I feel like it's going to be massive. Like it's going to be such a huge game. I hope that i i bought demon souls and i haven't played it yet those games never sounded like they were for me and so i've always sort of been hesitant to to even get into them um so i'm not super excited for elden ring anyone else ron tab i think it's yeah it's like it's obviously one of the most anticipated games of the year it won that award twice at the game awards for whatever that's worth <laughs> but um but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see how 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 it's received, and maybe after I play Demon Souls, if that hooks me, then it would be a a great follow up. But for me, it's the kind of game where I'm very interested in the lore, and so I'll watch playthroughs. Gotcha. But I'm probably not going to play it myself. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm surprised they hit their release date because that was one that they weren't talking about mm-hmm. for a long time. People were like. It's not even a thing anymore. And then suddenly they were like, no, it's a thing. We promise. Here's a video and here's a release date. And they've stuck with it. So, well, they had to push it yeah. back once. It was supposed to come out in January originally. Yeah. But that's not uh, one month pushback is not you yeah. know, much of anything compared to less your CD project red. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's something when your game is like fully busted and you know that it's busted <laughs> and you still only prolong it like a month. Um, uh, but yeah. my, my, my hope is, I mean, from software is had like a, a really good track record with releasing games that are, are pretty stable and ready to go. Um, yeah. So I, I hope that that, that continues as well here. For but. sure. Um, what about Dying Light 2, Stay Human? I feel like I'm not as excited about the, that game as I once was, and I don't know why. But like, Tab, you and I, like, we were both really excited. We're like, we're going to, we're going to, co- you know, co-op it because we played the first one co-op. Um, and it's coming out February 4th, but for some reason I'm like, eh, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I'm still excited for it. I'm still going to get it, yeah. but like, I don't know. Same. I think for me, it was hard to get past the stories of the messy developments. And then there have been so many um, news stories like this, but are they one of the studios that had like, um, where they were treating their employees poorly and stuff like that? Like that kind of stuff just sometimes it really sours for me. And I don't know how much that has had an effect or just like, it's not the most exciting thing that's supposed to come out this year. And so my focus has been elsewhere. Right. Yeah. And coming out just a couple of weeks before horizon means that yeah. even if we did start playing it right away, we'd yeah. give it up for horizon. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm excited for the life is strange remaster collection. I don't know that I'll get it at launch, but it's the first two games or sorry. No, no, that's not life is strange. It's life is strange. And before the storm, um, remastered and in the new Life is Strange engine. Um, the first game I love so much and is probably my favorite in the series, even though True Colors was really great. So I'm excited to revisit it. Again, I don't know if I'll get it at launch, but but I'm excited for that one. Um, anything else in February people are mm. excited about? 
Mar- Martha is <laughs> Dead looks pretty interesting. That was one that was released during... I think it was E3. Is that a Batman prequel? It is a... <laughs> <laughs> it's just Batman sobbing and screaming. We, <laughs> we can just move on. That's fine. <laughs> no, no. What is it? <laughs> it's a horror game, isn't it? It's kind of like, yeah, it's like a, a narrative, like first person Ooh, horror game yeah. uh, cool. going through like 1940s Italy. Um, apparently the game, I didn't realize it, but is... Um, you can play it in its original Italian and have subtitles, which sounds pretty oh. interesting. Um, yeah, seems interesting. Looks hmm. pretty interesting. Yeah, interesting. It'd be much interesting. more interesting if it was Batman prequel. <laughs> now, and then the sequel. Oh shit! What was his dad's name? It was Martha. Bad dad. His bad dad, yeah. <laughs> How am I forgetting this? I'm a Batman fan. Uh, oh god, I can't remember it either, and I'm also a big Batman fan. This is this is pathetic. Um, so we'll, let's we'll just edit this out. Yeah. yeah, no, keep this in. <laughs> Everyone must can you, know. Can you at least insert like a bad digitized version of both of our voices, getting it right away? <laughs> Thomas, Thomas Wayne, Thomas Wayne. Yes, Thomas yeah. Wayne. Oh, <laughs> there we go. There's the insert. I've Roger I've digitally inserted that. um yeah thomas is dead is the see that was a that was a lot of hullabaloo for a bad joke um so march so march uh (laughs) is anyone excited for a weird month yeah gran turismo 7 i feel like that has the potential to be like a sleeper hit it was always the more like hardcore version not version but like it's like a hardcore driving sim uh, much like the Horizon Horizon games were, but then Horizon started, uh, or sorry, Forza, not Horizon, Forza um, started making them a little bit more arcadey and kind of silly. And now, and they've sort of switched places because Gran Turismo used to be like a juggernaut, used to sell millions of copies, and Forza was the one trying to imitate it. And now I feel like it's reversed. Forza is super successful. Gran Turismo hasn't been like a hot property for a while, but... They don't come out very often, so anyone anyone hyped for this? I'm hyped for yeah. this on behalf of my father. My dad loves Gran Turismo and oh. um, has has not really, I think, um, jumped into it since the the PS2 era. So I would love to like when this releases, just like bring my PS5 home and have my dad go from <laughs> like PS2 Gran Turismo to like PS5 Gran Turismo, and his mind would just be blown. That actually sounds yeah. very fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm assuming the graphics are going to be incredible. That was always one of the things was the yeah. graphical fidelity was amazing. It's like one of the best looking games on any pl- like PlayStation platform. So I remember when uh, three Acepec came out and like it just it looked fantastic. And mm-hmm. I, what that's PS2. Like yeah. it looked really good and ran really good. Uh it just sucked playing it because it was such a slow, slow, so slow realistic. burn. Yeah. And that yeah. too, it's so realistic. Like it's really hard to play those games. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so I'm I'm hoping if this were the past, we would get a demo. I'm hoping there's some kind of demo so I can at least look at it and be like, that looks so pretty, but um I guess we'll we'll see. Uh, I'm really excited for Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, kind of. This really? This is like a 10-year-old surprised, game. I'm surprised that you're surprised or excited about a Persona game, Joey. 
I'm uh, surprised that you're surprised that he's <laughs> Paul? <laughs> I'm surprised that you're surprised that he's surprised that he's surprised. <laughs> well, I'm also surprised that I'm excited for it. Um, because when they announced it, I was a little I was a little disappointed because they, they made this reference during the Game Awards to Persona 5. Like They were like, and you'll never see it coming. And I'm like, oh my God, a new Persona? And they're like... <laughs> Here's this 10-year-old fighting game released for the PlayStation 5 and so and a Persona 4 fighting game. Um, but still, I love Persona so much at this point, and it has Persona 3 and Persona 4 characters, so that's cool. I'm, you know, it's not the Persona game that I wanted, but I'll take whatever I can get. Apparently, it's pretty good. I, I, yeah, I was reading about it. I've it seems good it got things. good. Yeah. yeah. It's, Is it it's multiplayer? Good. Like, could Probably. we play this together conceivably? Probably. I mean, it's fine. Let's do it. Fighting game. So you just have to play Persona 5 Royal. I do. Before March 17th. <laughs> so. Let me ask Get started you started now. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I was going to say, should I? I'm pretty early in my Persona um, 5 playthrough. Should I switch over to Royal? Is that like the superior way to play it? Oh, for sure. Definitely. I mean, but you don't have Royal. So I said Royal just off just on a whim. But like, you, you if you don't have it, like, I don't know that I would say that you should buy it but it's it's definitely the superior version because it's they added a bunch of con- content and some of it is woven like right into it um and so kind of like persona 4 golden it's just that game plus a bunch of good stuff you know what i mean so like and a, a great new care cu- couple of great new characters um but if it's not you know affordable the, if you saw it like base a, a version is still very rich yeah there's so much. Yeah. It's just like you want more. Here's a really healthy dollar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so I mean, if you saw it on sale, then yeah, I would say that's definitely the way to play. Because I, because my my thing would be if you end it's it kind of goes both ways. Like if you ended up hating it, then you're going to be like, I bought two versions of this game that I hated. You know what I mean? <laughs> but if you ended up loving it, I can see being like, God mm-hmm. damn it, I spent a hundred hours on this game and now I want to go play it again in with yeah. the Royal version when you could just play it once. So, so I would say like, don't run out and pay full price for it. But if you saw it on sale and you, and you have a sense that you might end up really liking it, then it's definitely the superior version. Cause I really like it so far. And I feel like if I'm going to put that much time in it, it would suck if I was then like, Oh, I want to play that extra content, but now I got to, you know, play yeah. it on a whole different version. So for sure no i'll be i'll be sure to to upgrade it should be on sale i would think after however many years of being out there should be something yeah Yeah, for sure an eye on it um what else there's uh triangle strategy starship troopers there's a starship troopers game yeah (laughs) that's the craziest thing is gary Busey's kid in it that would be the only way troopers he was in starship troopers yeah he's one of the he's one of the main characters in starship it looks looks like gary Busey. (laughs) Tiny, tiny Busey. <laughs> tiny, tiny Busey. Smaller teeth, less, less wild hair. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining like Gary Busey's 50 year old head on like a child's body. <laughs> Pretty much imagine, imagine a slightly younger Gary Busey on like a more fit body. <laughs> a more fit body? I didn't think that was possible. No, um. I'm just kidding. I don't even remember what Gary Busey's body. I'm thinking of Nick Nolte. Never mind. I'm thinking. Oh, of wow. Nick Nolte. Okay. I mean, uh, you're thinking of another <laughs> haggard human. I'm. Th- yeah. I'm thinking he's in rough shape. But um, 
or he was the last time I, I saw him. Jake Busey, um, that's his name. I, Jake I, Busey. I have to say, of this list, I am so morbidly curious and ironically playing Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin based on that absolutely bananas trailer that they put out a couple yeah. of months ago. Where they said like I'm looking for chaos, <laughs> like chaos. Eight, twenty, yeah, twenty thousand times in a row. <laughs> uh, I I'm I I think I agree. I'm morbidly curious. I love Final Fantasy, but I haven't ever really been much of a fan of the offshoot games, and so I'm kind of like, you know, I'm gonna wait and see. It's gonna release, and I'll see what people say about it. Um, so I don't know that I'm hyped about it, but yeah, I'm I'm curious. I would I, I would agree with that. Uh, anything else in February or March? Wow, wow, we're I'm, already in March. Well, Tab, as Tab mentioned, um, we both played Borderlands 3, and we're currently playing a little bit of Borderlands 2, so I'm interested in checking out Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. It just looks like a fantasy version of Borderlands, so mm-hmm. could be could be fun. Is it a first-person shooter? Is yeah, I think so. Oh. Doesn't it have like more like RPG esque elements in it though? Isn't that like the the point of it? Yeah, but Borderlands is already like such an RPG. Just yeah, with true. Guns. So yeah. I think it, it would probably translate pretty well. You know, I, I I can't like I can't imagine it being so different. Other than like now, there's gonna instead of just like shooting, maybe there'll be magic or more of an emphasis on melee or something. Mm. But I don't know. Yeah, I want to say there was an article. I don't know, a couple of weeks ago about like the two new classes that they're adding to the game. And yeah, hmm. I think they're playing up that like fantasy element. Yeah, For sure. So, yeah, I'm interested in, in seeing, you know, how that how that goes. But I'm I'm playing. I mean, I have to beat Persona Five Royal and Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn, you know, in the next month. So <laughs> I'm going to be busy. <laughs> yeah, they're both pretty big games. Um, Horizon can be a short game if you mainline it, but I ended up wanting to do like all the side quests and everything. So I want to say it ended up being like a fifty to sixty hour game. Does that sound right, Tab? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I just had so much fun with the world, but. All right, well, let's move on to April. A- after March, everything gets pretty sparse, actually, in terms of solid release dates. April has two games, 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim for the Switch, and Stalker 2. Now, Stalker 2 is probably the big, probably one yeah. of the big games of the year. Tab, is that one of your more anticipated ones? Yeah, I have never played a Stalker game. I've seen some, like, Let's Plays. Um, the trailer just was very dark and intriguing, and so I don't know if i'll check it out right at launch but at some point this year for sure i've always been interested in the stalker games they always look so good and i have them on pc and i've never played any of them i've never like because they get the first one and they have like add-ons i think Mm -hmm. um i've never played them i just they look really good though it'll give me a reason to um you know play more in the xbox so (laughs) Well, it says here on the list that it's Xbox Series X and S exclusive. So I'm wondering if it's going to be one of the first games that really takes advantage of the hardware because games like Halo Infinite mm-hmm. are Xbox One, Xbox Series X, like, you know, like a lot right. of the PlayStation games that are coming out. Like Horizon looks amazing, but they made it to also run on PlayStation 4. So it's not fully taking advantage of the right. PS5 hardware. So I'm wondering if it's going to look, you know, pretty amazing. The trailer, again, looked beautiful. That'd be sweet. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, May, there's only three games. Vampire, The Masquerade, Swan Song, Son- uh, Sons of the Forest, and Forspoken. I'm vaguely interested in Forspoken, but I've the first trailer did not hit me. The second trailer was pretty good. Any interest in these games? Sons of the Forest. I watched the latest trailer and oh, holy that's the shit, sequel, does it right? Look terrifying as yeah. fuck, man. I don't know if what I can play it. What, what oh, is it? Jesus, box art. It, <laughs> um, it's uh, it's a it's a survival game. You're like, um, and it's it's horror, so it's very dark. Uh, you like build shelters and stuff like that, and weapons and traps, and there's like a narrative. Of like, you know, why are you there? Why are you on? Was it an island, Joey, or was it just uh, the first one? Was it I an don't, island? I don't remember. The first one. It was somewhat like a self-contained area right. geographically, um, and in that one, the sort of narrative polar impetus was you were trying to find your son after your plane crashed, and um, I don't know that we know all that much about the story for this one yet, but um, it looks a lot darker and even more like violent and terrifying than the first one i mean just looking at the box art looks freaky as fuck and then like this one (laughs) screenshot that they have there like you wearing a mask and then this one figure in the like yeah yeah this is um terrifying looking (laughs) we should all play together (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would definitely play something like this if it had like some sort of multiplayer aspect to it like that like a like a, the first one does. Does yeah. it? So it might have yeah. some sort of like Rust-esque like... Mm-hmm. Okay. I think See, it's w- made for multiplayer, yeah. I would definitely I, hope- I would definitely play that with you guys. Well, if, if, if not this, maybe um, Martha's dead where a second player can play a <laughs> Superman going, oh, my mom's name's Martha too. Yeah. What did you say? What, why did you say that name? What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> because that's the title of the game. Um... I'm actually in May. I really loved, and Joey, I, I feel like this is a game that you would like too, but... I really liked Vampire the Masquerade, like the OG one when it came out. It was like a super cool vampire RPG where there is like a lot of like branching dialogue stuff and you could play as different classes and you had different powers and stuff. But I don't know what Swan Song is. Is that like some remastered version of it or what? I don't don't, don't remember Um, because there's like a bunch of vampire games coming out and so I've, I've sort of lost track of them um maybe that that is a remake i'm not i'm not sure but yeah you're right like i from when it first came out when it was first announced like way back in the day i was like this game sounds amazing like a vampire simulator that like simulates not just it's not it's not like blood rain where you're just killing people you're a vampire it's like social Mm. like it's like part something like interview with a vampire getting into that kind of like politics and social aspects of it. it sounded so cool and I think it was originally f- exclusive to PC, which is I probably didn't have a PC that could run it, so I was like, eh. Um, but they released it for PlayStation Plus not too long ago, and I was like, maybe finally I'll get around to it. But I haven't. But maybe, maybe I will. So yeah, depending on what this is, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If you play as a vampire spawn starting their <laughs> musical career <laughs> it's like untitled goose game but with a musical swan that's also a vampire <laughs> god it would be so annoying to be a vampire swan or goose like 
I don't know. All these feathers in your mouth. Anyways. Um, so we go straight from May to August? Yeah. I don't see wow. anything in <laughs> Poor June, June or July. Yeah. Oh, the new Saints Row. Okay. Saints Row in yeah. August. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually really excited for that. I feel like... It looks good. I love GTA, but like... GTA Online, I've just been, I pop into and I'll spend a few hours like messing around, but I haven't been hooked on that in a while. And so just the idea of like a new open world crime action game, I'm here for. I love the last two Saints Row games. So I think the, the, I'm the really trailer excited. they showed during the, the game awards like got me a little more hyped about it than I was. Because mm-hmm. like when I first saw the reveal, I'm like, eh, you know, I wasn't that interested. But then I actually seeing like, a little more into it like all right i i think i'm ready for it so the um the statement that really got me was their um creative director said a target from day one is to be the kings of customization oh all right i'm in they've always had really good <laughs> they've always had really good creative character stuff like you can yeah. make some abominations in that game it's pretty great are they going to create a character anywhere on the gender spectrum consisting of any race or even go wild and create a complete monster? Yeah. Those, those characters. <laughs> Are they going to do anything like, I remember the end of like the Saints Row series, like they, they did like a, a hell DLC where there was like, a, it was like a musical and there was like a bunch of like really I kind of, I kind of hope they, they pull back from that stuff. Yeah, I was wondering what it's gonna. The tonally is it gonna? Are they gonna try to make it closer, like a GTA from from the looks of things? Or I don't think it's gonna be quite as serious, but they do seem to be pulling away from because they they were getting more and more outrageous and silly with each right. game, um, and so it seems like they want to keep some of that quirk, but like have it be more close to the first couple of games, which was a little bit more of like a straightforward GTA clone, but it does seem like they're still putting some silly stuff in there. So yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, Weirdly enough, uh, it was supposed to come out February, which was a surprise announcement, but it was pushed back. Uh, September test drive unlimited solar crown. What a weird name. Now that I think. Yeah. I, yeah. What that, it's a weird <laughs> subtitle. Solar crown. You drive yeah. the sun <laughs> into planets. <laughs> it's a race. Or a race to the sun. Like whoever <laughs> whoever makes it to the sun first gets the solar crown. <laughs> Will die <laughs> seconds later. <laughs> um, and then we jump to November. So no October. Uh, but November has probably one of the biggest, most anticipated Ooh. games of the uh, year. I, I, hold on, I just—I was actually looking at Solar Crown thing here just to see if there's anything about it. But I just noticed in the thing here, uh, the joy of driving around a luxurious island world recreated in one-to-one scale. Hmm, that seems pretty interesting. Like hmm. to have a, a actual like real life like open world like where driving a mile actually takes like that much time or, or driving 60 miles actually takes like that much time if you're driving 60 miles an hour hmm. anyway sorry that just seemed very interesting no. yeah that's, well, that's, i, I that's hope there's a there's a robust like in-game like soundtrack or podcast yeah. list or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you like american sure. truck simulator and just have internet radio going yeah there you go yeah, I don't know. That sounds interesting, but I'm like, it also sounds kind of slow. I mean, there's a reason that they condense things and use, you know, environment to make things look like you're going so much faster. So, 
Yeah, I'm true. Like, Hopefully it's not too realistic. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, November has Starfield, November eleventh. Be- um, I don't think it's gonna be that date. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think it is. If it's not November, I think maybe they'll push it back to like December, but they, it sounds like they've been working on it for a very long time. Tab just sent me a video, like a dev diary, and they were saying something about, like, they were basically conceiving of this right after they made Morrowind, right? Like Elder mm-hmm. Scrolls 3. R- right after Fallout, they were like, where do we want to go next? Like right. space, obviously. Right. Yeah. And so I feel like they've probably been working on it. And they they'd have a habit, especially with these of big... Of releasing open- broken games? Of releasing broken games. No, um, of releasing games like Fallout 4 is the, the the famous example. They were like, oh, and here's Fallout 4. And everyone was like, amazing. And they were like, out in three months or whatever it was. Like, it was it was really shortly after the announcement. So, was it? I feel like. Was yeah. it that yeah. quick? They announced it crazy, at, yeah. yeah, they announced it at E3. And they were like, and it'll be out in September or October guess, or something. Yeah. I guess so, so yeah. So not that they've done that with every title, but I feel like they're they seem to be more the type now they've they've made themselves into the studio that's like we're gonna make something ready and then announce it when we're ready so that it's not like oh by the way, like we were just talking about Haunted Chocolatier tab. Mm-hmm. You know, he announced that, he you know, showed it, concerned ape did, um, and we don't know when it's coming. It seems like it's very far off, so I think that's like the opposite where he's going to keep leaking screenshots and people are going to be like, but when is it out? Oh, by the way, as a shout out to Jacqueline, Jacqueline wanted me to mention that Haunted Chocolatier needs to come out uh, this year. And that is Jacqueline's most anticipated game. <laughs> I agree. But Tab is a sourpuss and was like, no, it's not. All I did out. was read the FAQ. Okay. <laughs> he's only been working on it for a year. But the screenshots, they look so final. But it's a year in quarantine. So maybe that's all he's been doing just from dusk right. till dawn. No, yeah. he's still yeah. working on Stardew and this other unannounced project. <laughs> The, Let the us last... have this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would love for it to come out Wait, this year too. <laughs> but maybe he, maybe Tab, he cloned himself or built an oh. Android that yeah. would develop a game exactly like him, and that's all they've been doing together. Mm-hmm. You know, I could be convinced. The last news article <laughs> on the Starfield website was from June 13th, and that was announcing the release date. But they had the the dev video that Tab sent us. It just came out. Yeah. New. Oh, okay, new. I'm saying like on the actual Starfield website on yeah. on Bethesda that's the last news article so maybe they have their dev stuff in a separate area I would love for it to come out this year I don't know how confident I should feel about that because it is Bethesda but it would be I think an amazing push for Xbox yeah. it is Bethesda so, with Microsoft money so maybe yeah. maybe they can make that happen by outsourcing a bunch more work if they need it well and from watching um the Joe, you actually turned me on to this like X play is back and they did a secret history of Halo 1 and Halo 2. And yeah, when it comes to like launching a console, Microsoft can be very um pushy and uh, you know, and can really streamline things in a pinch. So I'm hoping that this is that game for them and that we're gonna see like a big blowout thing at like E3 and then they're gonna be like, it's coming out tomorrow. And we're like, what you said, yeah. November, they're like, right now. And then we're <laughs> all gonna get copies we can play over the summer and it'll be great. I mean, 11 11 22 is a pretty good release date, so they better not fuck that up. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, I'm. They've only shown a teaser, and I know people have really like analyzed that and said like what they think it's going to be, but they haven't really released much else other than that. Todd Howard did come out and say uh, that. So one of the things that's been people have been speculating about for a long time is like, what's the gameplay going to be like? Is it basically going to be like Elder Scrolls and Fallout? And Todd Howard came out and confirmed that it is. It's going to use the same sort of systems. So that's exciting to me. Like maybe some people would probably want it to be new, but as we saw with uh, CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk, when even a, a, a studio that has shown that they can make a really great game tries to do a bunch of new systems, it may not go as well. So I'm glad that they're sticking with their comfort zone. Um, the thing that's exciting to me is something that Todd Howard was talking about in that Dev Diary video that you sent me tab, mm-hmm. where he's talking about he wants this to be the he's like the thing that we kept coming back to was people when we asked them like what's so appealing about space and they're like is just seeing what's out there and so that like idea that they're going to be focusing on a like sense of discovery and they know that people want to find things that are interesting and quirky around every different corner like all these different multiple places that's super exciting to me they are really good at that stuff too like hiding hiding things Mm -hmm. in every point like there's stuff that when i was i went back to fallout 3 at one point and there was stuff that i had never seen my first playthrough like how in the like 200 hours that i played in this game how did i never come across this so yeah well, and I was going to say, too, um, Joey, when we were doing the Mass Effect um, podcast, one thing you talked about really wanting was, like, them to create the experience of, like, taking off and landing on a planet. Mm-hmm. And in that video, he mentioned that specific feeling of, like, like sort of shooting off into space and, like, taking off and, like, making a big production out of it. So maybe this will be your, your game where you really get to do that, like, landing and taking off of, like, new planets and stuff and, like, breaking through the atmosphere. And, yeah, like, that would be very, very cool. Take that, No Man's Sky. Yeah. I'm hoping hey now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the reasons I did like No Man's Sky. Um, it was like a very simplified yeah. version of that, but that was one of the most thrilling things every time. It was, was effective, like, though. Leaving yeah. the atmosphere, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, well, definitely. Like, there, leaving that first There could first be a ton planet. of cool, like, weather effects and stuff. Tab, yeah. tab, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm hoping, because he, he also said that they're known for that stepping out moment where you step out into a new world. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, he said something like, I like to think that Starfield has two moments like that. And I'm a little bit like, oh, amazing. And then part of me is like, wait a minute, though. I was hoping for more as greedy <laughs> as I am, because like I was thinking this was going to be like a planet hopping game where you come to a new system and you can go to all these different planets. So in theory, there'd be like seven different stepping out moments. But maybe he just meant in general, like stepping out into a new system and then stepping out into different planets. It's, well, it's probably going to be like the first thing is like you're going through like training and stuff like that. And then like you blast off for the first time, like you leave the vault or whatever or yeah. leave the prison. That's like the first thing. And then the second one is probably exploring like another galaxy maybe or something like that like i don't know yeah i may be thinking it's bigger than what it actually is are we all hyped for this one it seems like this might be the one that we're we're all four on board or board with i seem i'm i'm more interested in it than i initially was okay i'll put it that way probably still not gonna play it maybe (laughs) it's not (laughs) 
it's not fourth grader bullying sim 2022 <laughs> so <laughs> Um, all right. Well, then I guess let's move on to the, the to be announced list. Um, there are a ton of games. So obviously, we're not going to be reading through all of these. But were there any on this list that people were excited about? We have Advanced Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp. Um, we got Bayonetta 3. Anyone looking forward to Bayonetta 3? Still need to play the first two. I feel like that might be a Paul game. They're, yeah. They're... I played the first one. I would love to get more into the Bayonetta series, but that that's much like Horizon. That's one that I shamefully haven't played enough of. I haven't played the sequel. Yeah, so. I, re- I really like that first one, like the, what I've played of it. And then like, I kind of just fell off of it and never went back to it. And I tried, I actually tried picking up on PC and starting again. And I'm like, I just can't get into this right now for whatever reason. So I And it's probably, so cool. I mean, geez, yeah, no, it's, like, it's a great game. Like it plays really well, looks really good, but for some reason, when I tried playing it again, I just could not get into it. I don't know why. You yeah, know? like you you play as a badass like Devil May Cry witch character who uses you know her own hair to to fight people. You punch God into the sun at the yeah. end of the first game. Spoilers. Who doesn't love doing that? <laughs> it's fucking it's fucking wild. It's yeah, it's it's an awesome series. I need to get into it more. So I will. You know, I am excited. I Bayonetta three. I put me down for officially excited. <laughs> Uh, what's the over under that Cyberpunk twenty twenty seven or twenty seventy seven actually comes out on current gen consoles this year? Oh God, that's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> well, originally we get bomb was, rush. It was originally Punk. supposed to be March last year, right? Yeah, and then I think they didn't they didn't even announce after when they pushed it back. They just said it's not coming out anytime soon, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess I, we'll see. I, like, will we get? the ps5 version of the witcher 3 before then no i think they also pushed back they said officially (laughs) they said officially they're doing cyberpunk first but that bumps me out because i'm a massive witcher 3 fan and i would love to get that right away and i think it'd be less work so maybe they could just get that you know get that done real quick i oh i just realized i'm like the witcher's not on this list but no it's under the witcher so yeah the witcher yep Mm -hmm. um I haven't heard much about it, but I like the Sniper Elite franchise. So if Sniper Elite 5 actually releases this year, I'll play that. Um, Joey, we've, we've talked a little bit about Skull and Bones. Um, yeah. Do we have any updates the, apart from their co-director left Ubisoft? The latest update <laughs> came in the form of a uh, a sales call in September to investors where they said that they're on track, they're making really good progress, and they're eyeing a quote-unquote 2022-2023 release window. So okay, it's still possible. I mean, it's funny that even on this list, it's listed as a PlayStation 4 Xbox One game. That seems interesting to me. Like, uh, you guys have been working on this for so long. At no point were you like, shit, we, may, oh. we might as well just make this for the next generation consoles. Right. For... Well- yeah. Last year, it finally reached alpha. <laughs> I mean, that's a good sign, though. Well, wait, wait, wait. Last year is in 2021 or 2020? 2021. 2021, and apparently it had difficulty getting there. July <laughs> July 20th, 2021, if you want to be specific, is when this news article was. So, Man, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think but it's I mean, it's a big year. AAA Ubisoft game. It's not going to be an alpha for more than a year, you know what I mean? So, like... 
if who, it could release this year it's possible but what what kind of i from everything i've read about the development process of this game what what yeah. what, are, what can we expect to get though because it sounds like it was an absolute and currently is an absolute shit show i mean i'm more hopeful now because when it first came out it literally looked like like they were like did you love the ship combat from black flag from assassin's creed black flag like <laughs> that's what this game is and i was like i did but I actually loved everything else about the game more. <laughs> like the ship combat was fun, but like I liked as a part of a bigger game. <laughs> right. And so wait, I this, think a lot of people had that reaction. This game was yeah. announced in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it was del- in 2019. It was delayed again. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because they changed creative directions completely. I think at least once, if not twice. Um, and we don't know much about what it is now, but I'm hoping that it seemed like they were moving in terms of the release. So they came out with an update at some point where they were like, you're going to have a home base where you can have like a pirate crew and you can customize it. And so I'm hoping that they were, they kept going in that direction where it's more about leading the life of a pirate and not just ship battles. And if that's the case, I can understand why it would be delayed because then you're working on, land assets and open world assets and stuff like that so i'm hopeful that it still is going to release this year i'm hoping this that re- it's going to be this release window in this news article like april 1st 2022 to march 31st april 2023 <laughs> so maybe wait maybe wait to year. narrow it down there guys <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be like a like a like a remastered version of Sid Meier's Pirates, and, and it's going to be and it's <laughs> and it's going to be a PS4 release in 2023. Think about Great, that too. Yeah. Well, actually, with the console shortage, that might it's better for them in that regard than it would have probably been under any other circumstance. In 2023, though, <laughs> maybe I don't know. <laughs> the ship shortage it just keeps on. It's the 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 lump of coal that keeps on giving. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. There are yeah. four games, kind of five games, um, in the G's that I think are pretty interesting. God of War Ragnarok is also oh, yeah. supposed mm-hmm. to come out this year. It was pushed oh, back from last yeah. year, so that feels like a pretty safe bet that it's going to come out. It'll probably be their big fall game. Um, I'm assuming we're all excited about that. Ron, did you play the first one? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, I'm sorry. Like kind of game. I think you'd like that. I you son of a bitch. I I I I played like the original God of War on PS2, and I'm, it was okay. And then like I never played the second or third one. And then like hmm. I, this the, the like the the newer one looked good, but I just never played it. But hmm. it, again, it's also on the PlayStation Collection, so I have it now. So I could probably just pick it up and play it. I probably should eventually <laughs> after i'm done yeah. playing gta 4 and 5 again all the way through i mean it looks like more of the same based on the trailers they released the one well there was a teaser the trailer one, and then the, really? yeah the one yeah the one actual trailer um but i don't think that's a bad thing i, I let, and they said this is the finale so there's only two games in the norse you know god or norse pantheon series or whatever they're calling it but um, which does seem to indicate that there could be some really big twists and really interesting character deaths or something like that. Do you think Kratos is going to die? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. 
but there's supposed to be an Egyptian series as well. So death has been a big part of this series. Um, but after the first one, I would say no. I don't know. I don't. Well, well, you. I don't want to spoil anything because Ron hasn't played it. But right. we could. Yeah, there. It's interesting. Yeah, well, we'll see right. what happens. It's it's um, a it's a two year old game now. You can spoil it. <laughs> it's well, my well, it's okay. my fault. Well, there, well, there's there's a big um at the end of the game. There's a big panel, uh, like a prophetic panel that shows his death so i mean like we'll see what that actually ends up meaning but mm. there's it's on the table yeah for sure especially given again spoiler alerts for all of this stuff but um check so check the show notes but uh i'll put timestamps in there but like his son is loki so <laughs> atreus is loki and if i remember correctly from norse mythology doesn't loki kill his father i think well there's yeah well and but what's interesting well why the game is so clever too is like kratos is kind of like an outside figure in like Mm -hmm. the traditional drama of ragnarok so to see what that ends up happening with with him and all of that is is interesting uh and we're finally gonna see like all right well i'll just go out and say why we're talking so much about it this is my most anticipated (laughs) game of the year i fucking love god of war and I love the the last one, I think, you know, y'all talk about, like, perfect games. For me, like, that last God of War game is, like, so close to, like, a, a perfect gaming experience for me. And I just, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. I think a lot of the things that were, were great about the last game are coming back. As mm-hmm. you say, Joey, it just seems like a continuation of the first. But also, I think the first game did a really good job of teasing, like... Thor, Odin, like um, Asgard, but we we didn't really get to see those things. So to actually get to see all those those things now in this upcoming game, I think it's just going to be so exciting. And it's the finale, so like they can do finale things, you know, story wise. So I I just I think it's going to be awesome, and I hope that it keeps its you know twenty twenty two release date because I really want to play it. I'm sad that there probably won't be any Valkyries because, in theory, Kratos killed all of them. But I well, he just them. he he freed all of them, so they could get you know trapped back again. In spirit for oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's my whole mission is to go trap them again so that they can they can be back because they're so cool. Yeah, um, but Joey, maybe now that they're free, it could be like a dating sim with the Valkyries. So yeah, you can, <laughs> you can you can go like go get some some Norse coffee with them, right? And, like. <laughs> it's Talk like about um, flying. it's like oh what's the dad dating says it's just dad dream, dream daddy dream, dream daddy. daddy thank you dream, yeah dream valkyrie dream, dream yeah valkyrie. exactly dream date all valkyries to complete this side mission <laughs> daddy of war um <laughs> but now that i would play <laughs> um also looking I'll like a snake <laughs> I'm gonna combine Gotham Knights and then Justice League kill the or sorry, um, Suicide Squad kill the Justice League because they're both Rocksteady like Arkham like Batman games. Um, I'm excited for both of them, but I think I'm more excited for Gotham Knights, which is a co-op. So there's four characters: it's uh, the Red Hood, Robin, Batgirl, and Nightwing. Um, but from the stuff I've read, it says it's only two-player co-op. But still, like it's two-player co-op open world 
Arkham-like Batman game looks amazing and starring the Court of Owls as the enemies, which is an amazing run um, in the comics for the for the newer, like, New 52 type Batman stuff. So I'm more excited for that. I am excited for the Suicide Squad game, but I feel like my interest is getting lower with each new thing that I see about it. But, Paul, I know you're a big Batman fan. What about these two games? Are these on your radar? If you need a co-op partner, I am totally in. Because yeah. I love the Arkham games. I love Batman. This looks like more of that. I do feel, yeah, more excited about Gotham Knights than Suicide Squad. Yeah, like I'm I'm not un like I'm not off the bandwagon, but as you say, like the more they've shown of it, the more I'm kinda like, uh, oh, I don't know, like we'll need to see maybe once it comes out. Right. But yeah, I'm so I'm so down for playing both of them and, and I'm very excited. I'm excited about Ghostwire Tokyo. That's another of the G's, yeah. That I was yeah. cause Tab, you're aren't you interested in that? Didn't was that, I'm was that one of the trailers yeah. that we saw? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um well, tell us about that, Ron. What kind of game is that like an open world stealth I, action game? I think it's more like a like a horror a survival horror ish game. Oh. I if I'm not mistaken. Um hmm. honestly I don't know too much about the gameplay. I'm trying to keep myself in the dark about it, like just like seeing the trailers here and there, but like the character design stuff looks really interesting. So yeah. Other than that, I don't know too much about it. So other than Nakamura's presentation at E3, that was pretty great. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no, that game, that game looks, that looks really interesting. So we'll have to see how that goes. Goodbye Volcano High. Sorry, go ahead, Ryan. No, good. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm done. That was a a game that was like supposed to be announced, supposed to release in 2021 for the PlayStation 5. Um, that was pushed back as well. I'm so curious about this game. I don't know why. Like it has like a very online. I I don't even know how to how to describe it. Like the art style looks amateurish, not to to denigrate it or anything like that. Um, but it looks it looks like an indie game, but it has so much hype behind it. And the premise is that you are a high schooler you're a dinosaur high schooler (laughs) right before the the asteroid hits and so i feel maybe that's what people are interested in that's kind of what i'm interested in um but it's like a social sim i don't know if it's a dating sim there's probably going to be some dating elements in there but you can choose what kind of dinosaur you want to play as i don't know we we were talking about favorite dinosaurs that would be incredible yeah pick your favorite dinosaur and they were to scale. You're a T-Rex, like just <laughs> crushing through the hallway. <laughs> like, why were you late for class? And I was like, I literally couldn't get into my locker. I have tiny little arms. What do you expect? What's the the meet the Robinsons? <laughs> like, I have a gigantic head and tiny arms. <laughs> the school is not designed with me in mind. It's not very accessible. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. Um, Completely different game now. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm weirdly excited about that. Tab, are you excited? I feel like you were once upon a time, but yeah, I just it's one of those games that I haven't really like. I haven't taken that deep dive into like, oh, I want to know everything about it. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, I think that it looks kind of cool, and I believe there is like I think the the, the love story component is integral to it. Mm. So I'm really curious for like how that plays out. Um, so I'll definitely be, be picking it up. Is it, um, 
It's launching on all platforms, right? Is is it going to the Switch? Uh, PS5, no. PS4, just... and Steam. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you can play it on you... your Steam Deck. Yeah. Ooh. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, also, you had a hard out at six. So is there anything else you wanted to talk about, Tab? Any of the TBA games that are jumping out at you? Um... I mean, I am Jesus Christ is intriguing. I'm <laughs> I really want to know what that game is. That was, they, they've okay, said they that you're did gonna... an interview with yeah. uh, with the CEO, and he is like, you know, Jesus Christ, his life has been you know documented through movies and art, and I want to do it through a video game. I'm just looking oh. at these screenshots, and they look fantastic, especially this Last can... Supper one. Oh I man, know. it looks it says so you can good. Perform miracles, and <laughs> it says I love... that you can walk through the life of Jesus. So I love the the bleeding heart like life meter too. <laughs> like that's the best. That's the best part of it. <laughs> it's gonna be such a shit show when that comes out. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that to like come into like Steam mod support. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus the tank uh... engine. <laughs> Lady Jesus. <laughs> oh god. Um but yeah, anything else, Tab, before you, you head off? Um I'm trying to I'm trying to skim it really quick. No, like I said, like uh, Sniper Elite, but there's not a lot of information about it. Um, there's a, there's so many games on here that I don't even like recognize. Is there anything else that's big that I'm missing? I mean, supposedly Breath of the um, Wild the sequel, second Breath of the Wild, right? But like, right. I would be very excited. Who knows? <laughs> there are some people that think that it'll be pushed again but I, I don't know man i feel like that was another game that was supposed to come out in 2021 so for nintendo to push a game over a year seems unlikely to me personally but yeah especially because they're using so many of the assets from the first game you know so i mean i'm sure they're polishing it and and all that but I think it'll probably come out this year, and they haven't released much about it. That one trailer had a lot of little details that yeah. people were reading into. Um, so I think it's one of those yeah. things where they haven't really, they haven't said a lot, but they've shown more than we think that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that one as too. I think that could be one of those, you know, game of the year. Obviously, one of those game oh, of the yeah. year contenders. Yeah, I think that's probably about it for me. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, We're going to continue on, but we might see you again soon, hopefully. Yeah. Bye. 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 Now that they're gone. (laughs) There are a few more games, I think, that are interesting to me. Um, I'm going through here. Soup Pot is an indie game that I'm interested in. It's literally from the trailer. I just, I just like when I was scrolling through this, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I actually looked at it. I'm like, oh, okay, that seems kind of interesting and neat. I want to say the trailer, uh, the original trailer called it Hot Pot, which is like an Asian type thing. So it's, maybe they changed it to soup pot for the West, but like I mean, the idea. I, people know what hot pot or hot pot is. Like, I, I mean, I I do because I play the Persona games. But <laughs> <laughs> um, your average American, I I don't know. So okay, maybe not. Yeah, yeah I know because so, I'm cultured. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're a weeb um no you're not you're not (laughs) you're i'm sorry um but like the the concept is you communally although in this game i think you're just by yourself like you just make soup you have a big pot and you just add different ingredients and it's supposed to be very meditative so um i'm thinking that that's that's going to be the case here i think that looks pretty interesting um star wars hunters i'm not as interested as i want to be it's coming out it's mainly because it's a mobile game that's also coming out for switch paul do you have any interest in that i know you're also a big star wars fan i'm a big star i don't really know much about it though um i think it's a character shooter it's like oh. you a bunch of different we could Star shoot Wars characters. characters. I can yeah. I can kill like Han Solo and stuff again. Probably just like in Battlefront, but um, but yeah, I don't know. Stray is a big one. I'm surprised Tab didn't bring that one up. Stray I was actually I was gonna bring that up. Game. Uh, yeah, I scanned over that again. I I'm still really interested in what that game is. It still looks super cute, and I want to play it. Uh, yeah, same. Looks and it's good. Annapurna, right? Isn't it an Annapurna game? Uh, is that an Annapurna game? Annapurna. It is, yes. Yeah. So Developer I think it's Blue 12. probably going to be pretty good. Um, I'm excited about that. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge looks pretty awesome. It looks like the classic Ninja Turtles type game that many of us have fond memories of from our childhood. So I'm excited for that. Not excited for Terminator Dark Fate Defiance. What about, Joey, what about this game, uh, Coffee Talk Episode 2, Hibiscus and Butterfly? Is that, maybe you play a game that's, like, similar to that, where you, like, own a coffee shop? Yeah, the first one. talk to customers? Yeah, the first one I I really liked. Um, And it was was not quite what I wanted it to be. I thought it was going to be something like a dating sim. It's more of almost just a straightforward narrative narrative game but like that was fine it was very chill very relaxing i like the characters and the music and the like vibe as they can say so <laughs> yeah more of that i'm i'm definitely down for uh let me scroll you know what game i'm super curious about in terms of how it's going to land is the harry potter hogwarts legacy game because that game was a a weird rumor for a long time and people were like no way but that's the game that everyone wanted was this game where you're a student at hogwarts and you get to go to class and you get to learn how to do spells and have friends and go to the common rooms and all that stuff and then there was this rumor that they were doing this weird testing in malls of all places where they were asking people to come into a booth and sign an nda and like (laughs) does this play this look at this demo does this interest you um, and it turned out to be real, which is now that I think about it, Warner Brothers has this history of like just this weird, these weird leaks that you hear about and you're like, no fucking way. Just like with the Warner Brothers fighter that's coming up with all the Warner Brothers characters like Gandalf versus Scooby-Doo and stuff. So, um, so it was real. And then, of course, the J.K. Rowling stuff happened and I feel like has super soured the conversation around a lot of Harry Potter stuff. And has led to this like this discussion about ethical consumption and can you support anything Harry Potter and feel good about that support because well, like, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, well, there's this news article like J.K. Rowling was not involved with Hogwarts Legacy, but it's just like she's still going to make money off of it. Like, yeah, I mean, I, her, I think her involvement like has no bearing on whether she's going to still make a shit ton of money off of people. 
well that's the, that's where a lot of the conversation is centered is like what kind of money does she make does she get revenue from this the purchase of a game from what i've read no she's already gotten her licensing fee so she's already been paid for it but does that matter i think a lot of people are are super sensitive about any kind of harry potter support it puts me in a rough spot i'm a huge harry potter fan and now i hate jk rowling because she's an unabashed unapologetic transphobe so it's like i'm mad at her i'm extra mad at her because now i feel so conflicted about wanting to like i haven't watched the movies in years i'm like so i don't know how i feel about it i know a lot of people seem conflicted and i'm just so curious about how this whole thing is gonna gonna play out but so i'm i'm with you on that joey i am a massive harry potter fan who has since um you know since uh jk rowling has revealed herself to be a, a pretty committed turf yeah. i uh, i don't i i don't know where i stand one thing i'll just say about the game is like in looking at the actual like studio that's making it like one thing i think that's worth noteworthy is even though like the concept of the game is really interesting and it is the kind of thing that years ago I would have un without any conflict of dream to have played. Um, they haven't really done anything that gives me a ton of confidence that like, this is going to be like this incredible game. So like where I'm at, I kind of need to wait for it to come out and see, you know, how good it actually is before I start to make the decision of like, right. can I ethically buy this or not? Cause it might, it might not, you know, be even on top of everything else be a great game. So. Well, we haven't, yeah, there's no real good previews out there either. So like no one's really like played it or gotten their hands on it or seen any like in-depth footage. So yeah, it's been in development for seemingly such a long time. So in theory it could be cool, but like you said, the studio behind it is, um, Pretty Avalan- inexperienced. Uh, yeah. Avalanche. Avalanche. Oh, was it Avalanche Studios? Avalanche. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was. I was Wait, gonna so- say, I'm like, you're saying it's they're 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 big they're a big studio. <laughs> what did what did Avalanche do? Uh, they did uh, Rage Two, uh, The Hunter Called the oh, Wild. Shit. Uh, I think the part of the Just Cause games too. If I'm not mistaken, that they work oh, on one okay. of those. Okay. I this is not who I was looking at that I remember. So okay, yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, it's, it's a team. huge game, so it's probably like a multiple studio thing. I'm guessing. Yeah, um, like the studio that I was looking at had done a bunch of licensed games, but maybe somebody else is attached to this. I'm hmm. looking to see if maybe it's like a subsidiary of Avalanche. It just says Avalanche on this uh, Game Informer story, so I'm checking to see if maybe. Well, see, no, it's not on this. Maybe it's a different avalanche because it's not on this list of games coming out here. As the, I might be wrong. That might be a different studio. Let me keep talking. Let me check and see. This is not very. Well, speaking of big IP, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, which has been pushed back a long time. So it was supposed (laughs) to come out alongside the release of rise of Skywalker, if I remember correctly. So, it's been pushed back a lot. Um, I've kind of fallen off the Lego Star Wars games, but I feel like this is right up your alley, Paul. Are you excited for this? Um, I actually, I, I have similarly, it's been years since I played a, a Lego um, 
game period like whether it's like a batman lord of the rings or star wars or whatever but if you want to play it joey together <laughs> and we can even get i bet jacqueline would love playing like the lego games like she loves like the the, the sort of 3d platformers and you know i think she would she would dive into it so if you want to play let me know we can do it and it's the sky i can't remember it's been so long since i've even looked at it it's the skywalker saga so it is is it the entire nine games in i one... think it it has to be right or nine movies in one package wow that's interesting um and they haven't made lego games for the new trilogy have they i don't think so maybe yeah. that's what's the delay is like making three movies into a, a single game um but yeah I'm, I'm interested in that one vaguely again it's one of those things where it's like i'll have to see when it's coming out and all that stuff Okay, so did you find something around? Yeah, it's not Avalanche Games Studios. It's Avalanche Software, uh, which is the developers of like Disney Infinity and a bunch of other Disney properties and stuff like that. This is this is the studio that I saw. Yeah, yes, even Disney Infinity, Mm. which like I get a lot of people liked, but it doesn't give me a ton of confidence to think that this is going to be this amazing game. It could be, but I don't know. Yeah, it's probably yeah, it might not be. Uh 25 to life. That's that was No, I never played that game. I'm thinking of uh Yeah, that was like a weird up. GTA clone if yeah. I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, I just looked at the cover out of my I was thinking of um Mark Echo's getting up, but that's that's a different game too. Um Yeah, no, they don't have a fantastic track record, so for this being like a big game Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think it's the prop, it's the, 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 the property and like the, the promise of like what a sort of like Hogwarts simulator, you know, RPG thing could be. Like. Yeah. They're falling in that CG product project red, uh, territory there. More than they can chew. Yeah. Oy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm that one. I'm just more kind of curious about, like you said, Paul, I'm going to wait until it comes out and see. See how the cards fall in many different ways. Um, what else? There's uh, River City Girls 2. I still haven't played that first one, but... It's pretty good. It's it's River City Ransom. It's just not it, not as good as that that first game. So, I don't yeah, know. Sonic, Sonic Frontiers, the open world Sonic game. I'm still interested Ooh. in Rumbleverse. Mm. They had uh, Iron Galaxy, like, open world... Uh, like battle royale wrestling ish game. That was it was shown during the game awards. Mm. That still looks pretty Splatoon, interesting. Splatoon so. three is pretty huge. Like especially given that poll we did, where Splatoon two is like <laughs> three, the, yeah. one of the the greatest you know games of all time in Japan. So somebody's excited about that. I haven't yeah. played the Splatoon games really, but somebody somebody's probably dancing. <laughs> I am aware of the Splatoon games. Uh, I'm interested I in the first one. Oh, you did play? You did? The, well, there was the beta. There was like an open beta, oh. and I got in on that. And it was a lot of fun. It's just it's an online competitive game, and so that's just not you know not my thing. So, yeah. you know what? One I am really I'm I'm so I continue to be so baffled by this entire decision, but I am actually going to probably get and check out. I am a massive Lord of the Rings fan, and they're making a like a Gollum stealth action game. Who to like? Yeah. I thought it was an April Fool's Day <laughs> thing, like when I first heard about it. But I watched a really like at the Game Awards, like a really like 
like extensive trailer for it and i'm i'm so like again morbidly curious like what is what is this game even so i i might i might have to check that out um when it comes out yeah i'm so curious because it's uh, the if you when you read about it it sounds like a really cool interesting game but then the graphics i'm like why does Gollum look worse in this game in 2022 <laughs> than he does in a movie that's like 20 years old? Like it, it, it I, it's so hard. And I think this is going to be something for a long time. It's so hard to divorce my idea of Lord of the Rings from Peter Jackson's vision. Right. It's like he completely obliterated any opportunity. I mean, trying to come up with a new version of, of Lord of the Rings is going to be virtually impossible because that, version is so pervasive at this point yeah um so it's not the game's fault but i'm it's just like i'm gonna always have that standard in my head of like but why doesn't it look like the movies because they were so good mm, yeah no but i yeah. agree it looks more cartoony like i'm i also i'm thinking of i might be alone in this but i loved the uh the rankin bass like 70s cartoon version of the hobbit and it kind oh, of <laughs> in that regard it, it's goonishness kind of has a weird appeal to me <laughs> where Gollum kind it of was, looks like a a fish monster you know or something it was creepy yeah <laughs> i don't i remember it barely i just remember seeing it when i was a kid and i was like i feel weird like I, <laughs> it made me feel a weirdly kind of disturbed but um but yeah, I'm I'm really curious to see how that one turns out. Um, Vampire: The Masquerade Blood Hunt. Did we already talk about that? No, that that one. I know what this one is. This one is like the um like arena like oh the like four battle player, royale yeah. like thing. And and that seems so puzzling to me. But mm -hmm. from what from what I liked about the original game, like that seems like such a different sort of thing. But maybe it'll be fun. I don't know. Uh, we are OFK is that indie game that follows a real life band, which I think that one seems really interesting. Um, looks really cool, but yeah, I think I'm I'm at the bottom of the list. Anything that I missed that anyone's interested in? Wizard with a gun. Wait, so, I'm. How is Valheim on here? because uh, it's PC? still it's still beta. Oh, it's still oh. beta. Oh. Yeah. I know. I saw that too. I'm like, wait, why is? I'm like, oh yeah, that's it's still it's still in beta. It's not actually oh, officially right. released yet. So, eventually, we'll see Phasmophobia on one of these lists. <laughs> eventually. Oh, and then, oh, Joey, didn't you play Layers of Fear? Um, did I you like that one? Did I liked it? I didn't love it. Um, you know, it says that there's an untitled sequel coming out, and like, it'll probably be one of those things where I will wait for a sale. You know, so. I like super hyped, but yeah, I'm glad they're making another one because I, it is, it's a horror game where it's mostly just, it's like a walking sim. You're mostly just walking around an old haunted house. Um, there were certain things that the story did that were, that were kind of interesting, but then certain things that were a little too transparent and ridiculous, but, but yeah, it was, it was pretty decent. Um, what else? Anything, anything else that I missed? Anyone? Uh, I'm interested in that Sessions finally got uh, an actual release date, too. That's also in beta. What is that? That is a uh, skate-esque uh, skateboarding game. So in the style mm. of, like, EA's Skate. Uh, it was one of the two that, that were, like, released around the same time. It was that one session. And uh, I can't remember the other one. 
but it, the other one came out. It's not that good. Um, they had like it was literally just an open world skating game with like no objectives, right. and that's not that fun. Like it's basically you're just like doing lines and like with no point to not <laughs> those kind lines. of lines, Paul. <laughs> uh, so when's, when's the skateboarding gonna start? <laughs> <laughs> That's we are. So I'm gonna hit this <laughs> rail before I hit that rail. Um, Sunday fun day too. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, like I'm I'm hoping that this game. I I kind of like checked out of it just as I don't like after playing that other one. I was just like, oh, I'm gonna wait until this actually comes out and see if they actually put a story in. So I have no clue what the current state of that game is. So hopefully it's. I mean, granted, now they're making Skate Four. So mm-hmm. I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, I mean, eventually they say they're making Skate 4. Whether they do or not, that's a different question. But yeah, other than that, there's not not a lot on my list right now. Proto Corgi? Whatever that is. I still know what it is. I looked at the thing and yeah, still I still know what it is. Well, Necro Barista sounds cool. Just the title. I don't know much about that. How are we getting more Stanley Parable stuff? Even now on the PC. That's Wait, there's. Pretty... I did. I totally miss something about the Stanley, Stanley Parable. Parable Ultra Deluxe. I don't. Oh, know. the. That's why I didn't see it. Because it's a Stanley the... Parable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's. It feels like that might just be another re-release, but maybe. Um, maybe it's got. Know. It's got to be. Uh, new word. Articles. Okay, this new. I liked one that. There was one called Bears and Breakfast, or Breakfast and Bears. There was, an, there was another. Is. There was another beer-related title. What was it? Yeah. What was that one? It was L- very uh, weird. Lum, Lum Bear Jack. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Kirby, yeah. Kirby and the Forgotten Lands coming out this year. Oh yeah, yeah, that one too. The open world that, Kirby game. That one I'm interested in because I love Kirby. Yeah. Other than that, not too much. Yeah, Death Stranding Director's Cut for PC. Uh, I wanna I'm so excited for that just to see what the new mini game will be to transfer your safe data from yeah. consoles to the PC. <laughs> <laughs> the uh the last thing that I'll say that I'm excited for is not on this list, but the Resident Evil Village DLC. Oh shit. It's gotta be coming out this year, I would assume. And I mean they already had planned DLC and then they released a statement saying something like due to the popularity of certain elements or something like that, we have new planned DLC, which is like Ooh. every indication that it's going to be Lady D centered. So yeah. um, I'm I'm super excited for that. Lady D ball stepping simulator. Yeah, baby. <laughs> it's P- a man thing. P- PS2 VR or PS VR2. It's an official. It's an official crossover um, game with uh, Joey Kissing Simulator 2021. <laughs> man, what if it was some kind of? Because PlayStation or PlayStation Resident Evil Seven was a PlayStation VR uh, exclusive when it came out, and so. You know, Village isn't VR, but maybe because they were like, well, we don't have the new VR is not going to be out. But now, see, oh. now you got my hopes up. A Lady D be, kissing simulator. It's going to be jo- called Lady D and Me. 
Joey's going to be walking just... around malls hoping that he's dragged into a booth and forced to sign a <laughs> non-disclosure agreement to kiss Lady D. <laughs> what, what is that game, Joey? My Summer School Lady D edition? <laughs> or My Summer Tutor? No. Is that what it was? My Summer Tutor? No. Oh, God. What is it called? Um... It's not that. It's Summer Lesson. Summer Lesson. It's an import game for PlayStation VR where you tutor girls. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's pretty good. That game it's is one of the more that game, that entertaining games. It's fun to play with yeah. other people. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's one of the more fun games to watch other people play because you're literally just like in a room with this like young woman who is age indeterminate, like I'm assuming, oh, like a lot of Japanese, <laughs> no shade to Japanese games or culture, but like a lot of Japanese games f- center on young like high school girls, um, and so I'm assuming that they left the the age vague on purpose so that you can, if you want to, you can be like mm, high school girl, or you can be like no no no, of course she's in college. Um, you but are a tutor just, after all, right? you're just alone in this room with her and watching people who haven't played VR, especially it's so, because they're like, Oh, she's looking at me. And like this weird people, I've had people say, I feel chills because it's like this weird sensation of someone actually being in front of you. Oh, I, okay. I love it. She, she also like gives you like, just these like really like, who are you kind of eyes sometimes. Oh, and it's God. really <laughs> awkward when you're alone in the yeah. room with this girl. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, for the Resident Evil DLC, I was hoping it's just like a, a, a version of the guy game with just uh, <laughs> Lady D. <laughs> that's the that's the third episode in a row we've made a guy game reference. I think we just need to change the name of the podcast now. <laughs> the guy podcast. No, let's no. No, the guy like, game. Next thing we're going to be doing, we're going to be talking about NFTs and <laughs> horse steam warmers. We'll get a, we'll be pod- we'll, podcasting from jail <laughs> when we're all arrested. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, I didn't even think about some, that aspect of it. <laughs> we're going to some dark places. <laughs> well, maybe we can get a contract with Spotify if that's the case. Then, which so oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> since we're talking about this, this is going to be a weird transition. Since we're, I think we're done with the the anticipated games, so I mentioned that I've been playing the um, Nico Para games, which are these like romance visual novels. And I think I mentioned in the last episode that I started playing them on PlayStation and it got like to the first like sex kind of scene. It's not really a sex scene, but there's like nudity and it was like heavily edited. And I was like, wow, that's that's kind of surprising. Like, why would you even include it if you're just going to really heavily edit it? And then I was curious. I was like, wait a minute. I know I have it on Steam because I bought it during a sale. Let me see how the 18 plus version compares to the PlayStation version. And those games are super fucking raunchy, like explicit Mm sex like extended sex scenes and in the playstation version when you like hook up with a cat girl you kiss like that's the ultimate thing it's like oh i like you kiss <laughs> and in the in the steam 18 plus version you do everything multiple times like it's so raunchy but what my point in bringing this up is to tie it into what we're talking about with like the japanese and age thing because it feels very creepy to me because these are cat girls, which are like cat girl hybrids. 
like genetically again it's just it's it's like a whole thing in japanese like culture just but girls like, with cat ears and cat tails right like that kind of cat girl no they're like genetically yeah yes yeah 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 like, it's it's they're not, really, not an, they're not anthropomorphic cat girls they're just girls no, with cat ears and tails just girls with cat ears and tails yeah, yeah. But they make a big deal about talking about like the genetics and how they have certain features of cats and certain features of humans. And I think they age like cats. So these girls who your character describes as like a daughter, you're like, oh, you're like family. You're like my daughters. And they're just coming into like sexual maturity. I'm like, once again, age indeterminate. I'm like, this is. This is a little little weird. (laughs) This is potentially very creepy and problematic, but um, because because you can absolutely get away with that with cat girls because the age, you know, number one, they don't say the ages, but they're cat girls, so they're technically only like three years old or something, and it's like "Mm." I'm gonna cut that out. I'm gonna take that clip right there. (laughs) <laughs> and remove cat. <laughs> and mix and it in with the things the, that I'm most excited for in 2022. That's the podcast for today. <laughs> yeah. On that note. <laughs> um, I hope we get PSVR 2 in 2022 as well, though. Like, that would be... Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to shift here. I'm trying to make... I'm trying to no, move us away there's from... There's no coming back from that. <laughs> Oh, there is an 18 plus version. <laughs> you know what I mean. Coming. <laughs> Took you a second. That's the tagline for I suck at this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Malgoers, um, play this new game. I suck at this. Don't tell anybody. God. <laughs> from Warner. From Warner. Imagine Brothers. that game. <laughs> Hey, you want to see it? You want to see a game? See if you like. You got to sign this form first. I was gonna say, imagine that game in a in a little kiosk. Like they pull you in, and you're like, oh, cute little cat girl. Oh my, this is who we have. We have to end this podcast. We have to. This end is this their now. their father. This has to stop. Um, it does. Yes. So let's let's. <laughs> oh God, just tab. You're tab, so lucky tab, that you left. Yeah, you left at a very good time, Tab. <laughs> they knew. They were like, I I have the sense. I my my my, my four senses tingling. Um but thank you so much for listening. Next week we're gonna be talking about Mortal Kombat. We're gonna be watching the first two Mortal Kombat movies from way back in the nineties. So that's Mortal and, Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation, right? Yeah. Okay. And uh, just as with previous movie episodes, just chatting about them, critically analyzing them, to put it very generously. <laughs> uh, Tab is is like on the fence about whether or not they're going to be able to join us because next week is their first week back to teaching, back to the classroom. So um, they're hoping to join us, but they're not sure. But we three will definitely be there. So look forward to that. Um, obviously like with previous episodes, if you want to watch and, you know, listen, kind of join the conversation, um, send us an email, prettypixelspodcast at gmail.com. You can send me a message on social media. I'm on Twitter at Losperman. Ron's on Twitter at Big, Big Bad Ron and Instagram, not Big Bad Ron and Handsome Boy Frank. And Paul would love us to play 
throne breaker <laughs> yeah yeah if um you are ever pulled into a mall kiosk and forced to sign a non-disclosure agreement you would could do far worse than to end up playing throne breaker um it's an excellent game you should play it and email us about it and then we will talk about it on the show and it'll be great you can let me know off off mic after we're done if it's annoying that i keep throwing to that it's just originally because you don't have any social media handles I was like, is there anything you want to... And you were like, yeah, Thronebreaker. And so now it's just become this thing. If you get tired of it, you could totally just switch I the game up it. or something. But I love it so much, and I will be very disappointed if you don't throw okay. that to me. <laughs> I just love the idea that we could be doing this for like two years, and people are like, yeah, I know. I played that game. It's an old game. What are you talking about? And you're like, go out and get it today. Or like the sequel's out. What are, you, what are you talking about? Oh, I wish that was a problem we had um, <laughs> that they finally made after all these years, a sequel. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week happy new year everyone happy, happy new, new year. year joey likes to fuck cat bye. girls bye <laughs> i am cutting the that the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>